Yeah. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
לפני מלך מלכי המלכים. די, 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 הקדוש ברוך הוא.
There he is, Shlomi Shabbat with Yaakov Shweki on stage, live in Nokia here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast, hello all, 6.34, 26 minutes before 7 o'clock. As we say good morning and broadcast live on a Tuesday, July 23rd, day 16 in the month of Benachamav, the year 5773, Tufshin Ayin Gimel. Benny Friedman had, as a Jew from the Yes Legacy, heard Shlomo Simcha and Asay, Yoeli Greenfeld with Chavivim, Sos Asis done by Yidl, Eighth Day and Bounce, Aleinu from Yitzchak Fuchs and Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say... Good morning. It's Tuesday with 74 degrees. Scattered thunderstorms. It was really raining a couple hours ago. Now it's better off out there with a high temperature of 83. Thunderstorms early with a low 75 tonight and then partly cloudy for tomorrow with a high 84 degrees. Yerushalayim and Haifa at 88. Tel Aviv at 86. A lot at 100. Guilford, New York. Guilford. There we go. Guilford, New York. Our friends at Camp Misora at 66 degrees expecting a high of 81 with rain later on. And we say good morning to them and to everybody who's listening on the app around the world. So many folks tuned into our network app. Ah, I thank all of you who make the effort to listen in. Such an amazing feeling. Uh, well, here we go on a Tuesday morning broadcast with plenty of music and more here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, uh, Mayor Weingarten is in, Matis on Thursday, and then Friday we broadcast live from the Champions Gate Yeshiva University Leadership Conference. It's uh, basically become an annual tradition for us. We'll be down there meeting some very interesting folks. Uh, you'll hear the show between 6 and 9 Friday morning right here at JM in the AM. Election for the Chief Rabbinate tomorrow. Election for the Chief Rabbinate takes place tomorrow. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. That's for sure. 
And uh, Mayor Weingarten in tomorrow, and uh, Matis will be in Thursday. Keep everybody up to date on what is happening. JM in the AM, Sholy Waldner is next at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, where a lot of folks are tuned in. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
JM in the AM. Great selections from the uh, Hevra from their brand new CD entitled Chai. You heard Nachbisa and Keith Spinani. Shlomo Kalbach's Acha Shoalti, Benny Friedman at Vahaviosim, Sholi Waldner with Amain uh, to open up that set. Tuesday, JM in the AM on this 23rd of July and 16th of Av. You are tuned to America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world in the web, JM in the AM dot org. Galay Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. And um, tomorrow is the vote for the chief rabbinate, which everybody's watching. Well, not everybody, but I'm sure many people are watching very closely. Mayor Weingarten will be in tomorrow. And uh, Matis Weingast will be in Thursday. We'll be uh, broadcasting live Friday morning from the Champions Gate Yeshiva University Leadership Conference down in Florida. So make sure to be tuned in for that. Our regular weekly update with Malcolm Honeline will return Next week, Galitzal News next. המשטרה מפרסמת פרטים ראשונים על חשוד ברצח הקפול הבוקר בבניין כלל בירושלים. כתבנו יותם ברגר. האיש, גבר כבן 40, אב לארבעה, מתגורר באחד היישובים הסמוכים לירושלים. המשטרה טוענת שהוא קושר עצמו למעשים בחקירתו, ושככל הנראה ביצע את הרצח על רקע סכסוך כספי. אחר תבקש המשטרה את הערכת מעצרו. חבריו של העורך דין שנרצח אומרים, הוא לא היה מעורב בשום סכסוך. הנה חברו הקרוב, שאול עזרה, שהתראיין בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן. פשוט עמום, עמום וכואב מהידיעה בבוקר שאכן מדובר באיש הנפלא הזה. לא יהיו סכסוכים, לא יהיו חובות. סך הכל אדם מאוד נעים בדיחות, עורך דין מצוין, פשוט לא ברור למי שתמום. ישראל ממשיכה לקלוט פצועים סורים נפגעים מלחמת האזרחים שם. מאז הלילה האחרון, ארבעה נפגעים הושפזו בארץ. גיא ואון. צהל ממשיך לפנות לשטח ישראל פצועים שנפגעו במהלך מלחמת האזרחים בסוריה. בבית החולים זיו בצפת הובאה בשעה האחרונה ילדה בת 15 במצב קשה שרגלה נקטעה. קודם לכן הגיע פצוע ראש במצב אנוש, ובמהלך הלילה אם ובידה בת השמונה הגיעו עם פגיעות רסיסים ושברים בידיים וברגליים. עד כה פונו לשטח ישראל מאזורי הקרבות כמאה פצועים. האם יוגש כתב אישום נגד נוחי דנקנר? חקירה בעניין הרצת מניות איי-די-בי הסתיימה. יונה לייבזון. הרשות לניירות ערך העבירה את ממצאי החקירה לפרקליטות, אך עדיין לא ידוע אם הומלץ על ידה להעמיד את דנקנר לדין. הוא חשוד שהשפיע בניגוד לחוק על שווי המניות של החברה, ארבן פקע בבורסה לפני כשנה וחצי. בעקבות חשיפת גלי צה"ל, חברת הכנסת זהבה גלאון ממרץ דורשת לאסור בחקיקה ביטוח הטרדות מיניות. כתבתנו עדה שטייף דיווחה על פוליסה מיוחדת לאישי ציבור, המבטחים עצמם מחשש לתלונות עתידיות נגדם מצד נשים. בדרך כלל מבטחים מנהלים ודירקטורים כדי לאפשר להם לקחת סיכונים, לפעול, את יודעת, להיות נועזים, או אם במקרה יש איזו רשלנות. האם הטרדה מינית שהיא עבירה פלילית בספר החוקים עצמי מרשלנות? בתגובה לדרישה הזו שהשמיע גלאון בוועדה למעמד האישה בכנסת, אמר המפקח על הביטוח, כל אחד זכאי להגנה, ולכן הפוליסה לא תבוטל. בשרון שוד סטימילה, כמות גדולה של קופסאות בשווי אלפי שקלים, ובהן אוכל לתינוקות, נשדדה בצהריים באיומי אקדח. השודדים ביימו תאונת דרכים, וכשנהג המשאית שהוביל את המזון נאלץ לעצור, הם כיוונו לעברו נשק ורוקנו את תכולת המטען. המשטרה פתחה בחקירה. 
מפלס החשמל עכשיו, צריכת החשמל בישראל כעת הגיעה ל-9,800 מגוואט, כ-84% מסך יכולת הייצור הכוללת. ולסיום, שיא בהיקף הייצוא הביטחוני של ישראל, היקף הייצוא ב-2012, הוארך בחשיבה מיליארד שקלים וחצי, כך אומרים היום במשרד הביטחון. כתבנו הצבאי טל אברהם מציין כי על פי הנתונים, ישראל היא בין עשר המדינות המובילות בייצוא בכל הזמנים. אלה החדשות שעורך אסף ליברמן.
with your permission, I want to try. I always wanted to do this at a Hask show. Um, I want to try something. Let's see if it's going to work, okay?
Hask 26, a recent release. There it is for you at JM in the AM. Boy, oh boy, great selection from Avremel, Avram Fried, and Rock Tzvila. Before that, Shlaimi Gertner with Ashrei Me. Uh, you heard the uh, Benny Elbaz selection, Ashrei Ish. Shlomo Katz had Big Lal Avos from his Live in Melbourne CD. Michael Fragan's going to join us. We'll get some perspective on what's happening in the uh, mayoral race at, in New York and the controller race in New York. Plus, he is uh, participating in something that we conti- we continuously discover. <coughs> Excuse me. We continuously discover more. We continuously discover more and more people are participating in. I'll tell you about that coming up. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words: Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Can't figure out why Rabbi Goldwasser is not addressing us. Hang on one second, folks. See if we could solve this. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. That's the meaning. There we go. Let's see. And there we go with Rabbi David Goldwasser. Good morning. The Talmud comments that if one will attend to the old, he will be able to listen to the new. That's the meaning of the expression, Tamid Chacham. It's an individual who understands Torah, but yet continues to learn. The root of Chachma lies in the ability to acquire knowledge from others. Like it says in Perkei Avos, Ezeu Chacham, who is the wise? He who learns from every person. Hagoyin Rav Sholem El Yashav comments that everyone should learn from everybody. It's not limited to deriving lessons just from Gedolei Hador, but one can learn even from the simplest Jew. For each person has a bit of information, one good characteristic, one precious lesson to share. Rav El Yashav cites the Talmud and Shabbos. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was forced to flee for his life after he censured the Roman government. He escaped with his son Revelozer, and they lived in a cave for 13 years. They were sustained by a carob tree 
and the water well, which were miraculously created. They buried their bodies in sand up until their necks and immersed themselves totally and completely in Torah learning. One day, Elio Anovi came and informed them that the emperor had died. When they emerged from the cave, they saw a man plowing his field. They exclaimed, People forsake the eternal world and engage in the mundane world. Whatever they looked at was immediately consumed by fire. A heavenly voice came forth and ordered them, Return to the cave. They remained there for another twelve months. Revel Yoshev notes that due to the total immersion of these two tzaddikim in Torah learning, it was their perception of the world, in the eternal world, that was unlike that of other tzaddikim. They had become elevated spiritually to the level of malochim, angels, who were unable to tolerate sin or transgression. It says in Shmos, Behold, I send an angel before you. Beware of him, for he will not forgive you for willful sin. Ostensibly, Reb Shimon and Reb Lozer were sent back to the cave to adjust their perception of the real world. Yet, when they emerged from the cave a second time, the Talmud observes that wherever Reb Lozer gazed, he destroyed. His father Reb Shimon would then heal. We would have thought that the resistance to change would have manifested itself in Reb Shimon, who was older, rather than in his son, Reb Lozer. However, it's important to consider their original reason for going into hiding. Reb Shimon was forced to flee because the government was in pursuit. Reb Lozer only accompanied his father in order to learn Torah with him. Reb Lozer withdrew from everybody of his own free will. He abandoned the enticements of this world. As a result, it was very difficult for Belozer to reconcile his preoccupation with the eternal life, with the banalities and the narcissism of the temporal world. The Talmud continues to relate that it was close to sunset before Shabbos. Reb Shimon Rebelozer saw an old man. He was hurrying, carrying two bundles of myrtles. They asked him, what are these for? He replied, they were in the honor of the Shabbos. They said to him, so then only one should suffice. The man replied that one was for Zohar and one was for Shomar. When Reb Shimon heard this, he said to his son, Look how beloved the mitzvahs are to the Jewish nation, that they beautify them. They were then both at peace. Who is wise? He who learns from every person. That's the lesson that we learned, that even Reb Shimon bar Yochai and his son Reb Elazar learned from a simple man as they re-entered into the real world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on this Tuesday, July the 23rd, the 16th of Menachem Av. Mayor in tomorrow, Matis on Thursday. Friday we're live from Champions Gate, the Yeshiva University Leadership Conference down in Orlando. That'll be between 6 and 9. Michael Fragan is with us live via telephone. We discovered something about him, which we will discuss. He is the, uh, essentially, he's the uh, political consultant for the uh, Nahum Siegel Network and JM and the AM. And I love the opportunity to uh, explore the world of politics with him. And I welcome him to the show. Michael, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Nahum. How are you? Everything's great. Normally, you can hear Michael Fragan on the Thursday night, 6 p.m. on our network. If you go to jmnam.org 
or NahumSiegel.com with what we call spin class politics with Michael Fragan. So before I uh, ask you uh, the question that I've been dying to ask you for the last three weeks, let's start with the New York City mayor's race. It, it, since it is becoming painfully obvious to a couple of candidates that they don't stand a chance, I don't know if you agree with that, but it certainly looks that way, do you think there will be any dropouts before September the 10th? I don't think it makes sense right now for any of the candidates to drop out. And uh, I think we both know the politicians like to act in their own self-interest. So <laughs> exactly, you know, who who you know, could make a deal? You know, who would want a deal? And uh, you know, that that's really what you're what you're kind of getting at. Um, when you have when you have a situation where it's such a multi-pronged primary. And you have so many candidates uh, competing just to get into a runoff, which is uh, which the bar the bar the threshold is not going to be that high. You know, possibly even only twenty percent of the electorate might get somebody into the runoff. Uh, pretty much, still at this point, everybody stands a chance. So I don't think it makes sense to anybody to go. If you're talking about some of the also rans like Eric Salgado and Sal, and Sal Albanese. Um, you know, they're, they had different rationales for running, and clearly they're probably not necessarily about winning. Yeah, yeah, I don't have them in mind, but it's, it's, it's funny. Having three major candidates could lead more likely to a deal and some type of crossover endorsement than when you're sitting with five major candidates. Yes, but I think the deal and the endorsement comes in the in the runoff stage. Remember, right. there's, if the top two, if nobody gets it to a 40% threshold, right. the top two go into a runoff, and in the runoff, everybody is going to be looking for the for the endorsement of those who got uh, who got some votes. So, if you think of a guy like Bill De Blasio, who you know was considered for, by many to be a top tier candidate, but really hasn't uh, really hasn't been scoring well in the polls, he's still going to have a constituency. He still he still has some major unions behind him. Eleven ninety nine being a very powerhouse union. So, the time for him to drop it, to to make a deal is after the primary when he'll probably still get about his, you know, 10%. Yeah. And uh, that then he can throw his support in a certain way to who he thinks is going to benefit him the most. Is it safe to say that nobody is really impressing anybody at this point? You know, you're almost waiting at this point for another candidate to get in. Of course, that's, <laughs> that's kind of impossible because petitioning is done, so the ballot is set on the on the primary side. But you did have the entry of uh, of Jack Hittery, who is an entrepreneur uh, from uh, who's a you know, Syrian Jew and uh, a, a very successful entrepreneur who is running an independent candidacy. He's not trying to get on any of the major party lines. He's trying to just. Uh, uh, promote the independent line, which is going to be way, way down on the ballot and difficult to find. But he he feels that he is going to be the heir to Bloomberg, and it's kind of interesting. After uh, twelve years, all these candidates, you know, well, not not every candidate. Some of them are running very hard against Bloomberg, right. but some of them are running, uh, you know, very much to be the heir to Bloomberg. All right, now the question I've been dying to ask you for the last, I guess it's been three weeks. I think it was three weeks ago, Sunday night. My son turns to me and he says, on Twitter, they're saying Spitzer's in the controller's race, and I <laughs> I expressed my disbelief, let's put it that way. Uh, and I've been dying to ask you what you think of this move by the former governor of New York. I, it, all, all, all I can say is that uh, it, it, it was, there was the opportunity presented itself to him, and uh, it, it presented itself in a very short time window 
I think he he probably made a good move entering when he did, not uh, trying to uh, come in way too early, um, and then uh, has uh, has you know pretty effectively put together a very significant amount of signatures. Uh, and, uh, you know, as far as Elliot Spitzer, look, he is, uh, he wasn't a great governor. So I, I, I know that everybody wants to talk about the fact that he was, you know, forced out by scandal. But uh, his entire term was, was filled not with great success, but it was actually a great failure. He, he came into office with a great promise uh, to, to kind of uh, fix, you know, to fix New York State. And, uh, he didn't do it. In fact, he created a lot of controversy and uh, and failure as governor. Um, you could certainly say, and uh, you know, I'm not. I, I've been on the air, not necessarily being the biggest fan of Governor Cuomo, but he has done a lot more in his in his term uh, to be an effective governor, to be an effective reformer, than Elliot Spitzer uh, managed to accomplish at all. Uh, despite you know being a, a tremendous, uh, having a tremendous, using a tremendous bully pulpit, and that's uh, really what a lot of people. Out there, remember Elliot Spitzer as it's as a bully. Michael Fragan with us live via telephone. Uh, you, you know the backlash that Mayor Bloomberg—I um, can't say suffered since he won the election—but the backlash that he experienced uh, when the um, the impression was that he forced a third term for himself, which uh, I think would be an accurate statement. And uh, we saw that at the polls because that election was much closer than. Than thought. Do you think that uh, the attitude of New Yorkers that Spitzer has some nerve coming in at this point has some nerve uh, coming in after the scandal he was involved with? Come, uh, has some nerve uh, seeking our trust when he couldn't uh, establish a trust of his own family? Do you think that will be a big factor when people head to the polls? There is certainly an element of that, and there certainly will be a lot of people out there who will say, uh, you know, to Spitzer, Wiener. You know, they're both disqualified in my eyes. On the other hand, there are a lot of people who will hold their nose and say, I know this guy, and, you know, there's something that he did that I liked, whatever that was, and they'll go ahead and pull the lever for him. Right. The big issue with the controller's yeah. race is that most people have no idea what the controller does, and they right. don't pay enough attention to the race. So when they go into the voting booth, they're probably going to go there for a Democratic primary, looking for the mayor, and they know what they're going to do. Now, they recognize the name Spitzer, but if they don't live in Manhattan, they really don't recognize the name Stringer. Right. And Scott Stringer really never made himself, uh, you know, he kind of had that cakewalk, you know, looking to there. And that's the, that's the opportunity that Spitzer is looking to exploit. And I think he, he did a pretty good job of jumping in. Yeah, against a candidate without citywide exposure. Um, I, I don't. I don't think the Wiener and Spitzer situations are comparable, and uh, that's why I think that the that the angry voter would be angrier at Spitzer. But who knows? We'll know soon, uh, Michael, because you know the election is uh, less than two months away. That, that is correct. It's uh, the political season is certainly upon us, and I I think that people you know are not paying uh, enough attention. They traditionally don't pay a lot of attention. The primary is in a you know kind of an awkward time. Uh, particularly for our community, because it's uh, not only is it right after Labor Day, but it's right in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Right. By the way, did you read the Times article on Albanese and the Catskills? <laughs> I did. I did. It's. A, I, I thought. You know. I. I have to find this the Catskills uh, uh, trip to be very interesting. <laughs> although I have accompanied accompanied uh, various uh, various candidates up there. I know <laughs> Bill Thompson was was also in the Catskills on the same day, but uh, Albanese what? managed to get the. Uh, the New York Times uh, coverage, but uh, uh, 
you know, it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, to go up to the Catskills and, you know, speak to the, speak to people. You, you, you invariably find people who do not live in New York City. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, it's always difficult to put, uh, to put the groups together, but, uh, it, it, if it generates a little bit of buzz and a little bit of press coverage, it's certainly not, not necessarily a bad thing to do on a, on a, you know, hot summer Sunday. And by the way, I don't. I don't think. Forget the Hatzala element for a moment. I, I didn't think Christine Quinn did anything wrong in that episode where her aide fainted. I, I, I think. I think anybody would have done the same thing. Use every resource to try to help the person. Uh, absolutely. I, I don't see what the look. The, there's a lot of issues at play there. If you remember, the a lot of people have a different have different agendas. Right. They they there were certain candidates like John Liu who was looking straight away to blame this on the failed nine one one system. Right. To kind of say, okay, well, the city is. You know, the city fell down on the job here. Um, you know, and uh, if, if anybody's sitting there and you're you're in trouble and you're having an issue, then uh, you call whoever you need to call. Just keep calling until right. somebody comes. Exactly. It's, uh, but uh, certainly it was a big kiddush Hashem, I think, the fact oh, that yeah. it all showed up so quickly and people showed up and they came in their clocks. On Tishabov, yes. On Tishabov. On Tishabov. And it's, uh, it's a really, you know, beautiful thing. And I... I've uh, you know I've been a member now since 1997. I say that probably, and uh, I think that uh, people don't realize, or people do realize, but they, they they don't realize all the time. They're not totally aware of the tremendous mysterious nefesh that individual members have. That just dropping everything, no matter when, no matter whether it's convenient or it's inconvenient, and most of the time it's inconvenient. Believe me. No, so I want to call him to help somebody. No question about it. It's a, it's remarkable for us regular folks. It does seem remarkable, and I hope people do appreciate it. So the rumor is, and here's what we discovered about Michael Fragan, folks. The rumor is that you and we keep discovering more and more people are going to be part of Bike for Chai. And I assume what happened, Michael, was that you signed up for it to help out Chai Lifeline and to uh, do some bicycling on July 31st and August 1st. And then they told you it was 175 miles. Is that how it worked? <laughs> Yes, yes. Originally, they tell you it's just you know you're going to ride around you know the park once or twice, and we can give you a lot of good food and you know, drinks, and we'll take some pictures. And then you know then they spring it upon you once you've raised you know a little bit of money. They say, oh no no, by the way, we're going to Jersey Shore up to Camp Simpson. I mean, I didn't know I didn't I didn't know we had an insider. I didn't know we had a network person who's doing this. Are you are you what we would call a a regular bicyclist? I am. I, I try and uh, cycle uh, several times a week, including a long ride every Sunday. So, uh, and I try pretty much, you know, from after Pesach uh, all the way until uh, it gets, you know, it gets uh, too cold uh, in the fall. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I did bike for high last year, and it was wow. one of the most amazing experiences. So, which, so which mile of the one seventy five is the toughest? <laughs> the if, if, the toughest. The toughest mile itself is actually the the going up to camp, uh, going up to Camp Simcha from a place uh, from a road called the uh, a spot called the Hawk's Nest, <laughs> which is an absolutely gorgeous spot. If you never if you if you're up in Sullivan County and you ever have the opportunity to take Route 97 home uh, instead of the traditional uh, Route 17, right. Route 97 runs along the Delaware River, but not right along the river. It's a couple hundred feet up, and it's absolutely gorgeous view, gorgeous vistas. And you go up to this place called Hawk's Nest, and then you make a right turn. Basically, this is the end of the race. This is about at mile 170. And you make a right turn, and you're basically staring at a mountain and going straight uphill. Camp Simpha is basically at the top of the hill. 
and uh, at that point, it's it's total total fatigue, total exhaustion. So the last and, mile could be the toughest. Oh yeah, the last couple of miles. It's actually probably the last three miles. Uh, they're absolutely impossible. It's it's, uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty much torture uh, to the uninitiated. So last year, I was totally mentally unprepared. Wow. This year. Mentally, I don't know about physically, but mentally, I'm prepared. I know what I'm getting myself into. Unbelievable! And uh, it all starts on July 31st. I assume that people could search your name on the Bike for a High website. Am I right? Uh, absolutely. But I also want to say that yesterday, Nachum, the Bike Bike for High surpassed two million dollars. Unbelievable! Two million dollars for the children of Camp Simpa. And I want to tell you. Just uh, don't take it lightly. They, they, they advertise the world's greatest finish line, and that's right. what they tell you. Right. And when you want to ride, you pull into camp, and the kids are there. Uh, it, it's hard not to be in in, in tears when you cut when you ride into Camp Simcha. Uh, it's truly the world's greatest finish line. Every single kid in the camp is there, and these kids are just unbelievable in the way that they fight. Uh, they fight their illnesses, and they they overcome the obstacles. That, uh, that Hashem has placed in front of them. And it's just, it's just unbelievable. You get there and it, it, it's, you're never gonna have that kind of feeling doing anything else. And so I wanna say two million dollars at this point and counting. And it's really, really amazing. Remember, it's really freed and you all Margulies have organized this ride for the past five years and it's just, uh, incredible Kiddush Hashem. Whole thing is unbelievable and kolakavo to everybody who's been, uh, Really working hard to make it a success and have been working hard to uh, not only train to make that day a success, but are working hard to fundraise. By the way, you're you're close to a nice benchmark. Our listeners... Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, my goal was to raise $10,000, and uh, I have to say, uh, I'm almost all the way there. So uh, looking forward to that. It pales in comparison to some of the people at the top who raised 150, <laughs> you know, and the like. But I will tell you, passing two million dollars when you think about it, the entire budget, I think, of the camp is somewhere around three million dollars. Wow! So we're, you know, we're, we're at two million dollars is just incredible, an incredible number. And really, I gotta you know, get, gotta give credit to all the riders out there who have, and all the supporters of the riders who really are making a tremendous commitment on behalf of kids who are ill. And remember, Camp Simcoe is not just, it's not really a camp. Right. It's really a hospital in the country. Right. It's really a place where kids with serious illness, it's not just cancer, because there's Camp Simcoe special also. Right. For kids with other illnesses, um, they can go and they can have a, a, a respite in the country from the issues that they have to deal with, and they're basically there to, uh, <clears throat> to take that, to have that opportunity for a couple weeks. To have a uh, to have a restful vacation, and it's just an incredible thing. Really, is amazing. Uh, Bikeforchai dot org with the number four. Bikeforchai dot org. Look for the name Michael Fragan. You can help him uh, get to a really significant goal, and uh, hopefully he will. Maybe he'll join us next year. Nachum, two thousand fourteen. Well, I already told her by scholar that I will be part of the moped division. Well, you saw on the Tour de France, they have a lot of those motorcycles going along with the... Uh, oh, do they? So you, yeah, yeah, they have, you know... This, there like, you go. Guys and the, you know, and they, you can certainly uh, join us by motorcycle. There you go. Yeah. Get your Harley out, get your Harley Davidson out, and we'll you know, go for a night ride in the country. I can only imagine how much the cyclists would make fun of me on the way up there, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, Michael Fragan is uh, our political man. You could hear him on Spin Class, Politics with Michael Fragan on our network, jmnam.org, every single Thursday 
at 6 p.m. And uh, everybody out there is encouraged to uh, support him and all the other riders at bikeforchai.org. Michael, thank you for your insight, and good luck on the 31st of July. Thank you, Nachum. And just a note to the listeners, I will not be returning until after Bike for Chai, uh, because, uh, so for the next uh, two weeks. But uh, after that, we are back in the saddle uh, talking about politics. Oh, we better get you back in the saddle, because as we said, we're getting real close to the election. That's right, Nachum. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the great promotion for the kids at Camp Simba. All right, August 8th, I would guess, uh, then uh, would be uh, Michael Fragan's next spin class to talk politics. All right, there he is, Michael Fragan. All the riders... You're amazing. Look for names that you know, folks, and support. Oh, you could look for names you don't know also. And support their amazing efforts. They are over $2 million in the Bike for Chai ride or race or whatever you want to call it. That ends at the most incredible finish line ever up at Camp Simcha. JM in the AM at uh, 8 minutes before 8 o'clock. A couple of things I wanted to mention. The um, Shloshim observance for Cantor Moshe Shulov takes place tonight. Shloshim for Cantor Moshe Shulov at Congregation Base Israel, 5602 11th Avenue in Borough Park. Starts at 8 p.m. tonight. Cantors Sidney Dworkin, Daniel Gildar, Nathaniel Hirschdick, Ben-Sion Miller, Shimmy Miller, Zevi Muller, Benny Rogoznitsky, Usher Scharf, Nachman Schneider, Yako Rosenfeld, Robert Vague, and Sal Zim will all, will all be um, participating. Alan Gerber will deliver the Hespid. Charlie Bernhout will chair the evening. The Weinbergers, Eva and Mickey, have graciously sponsored the event. And Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky has coordinated the program. It's all happening tonight. Congregation Base Israel on 11th Avenue in Borough Park. The Shloshim Observance for Cantor Moshe Shulhoff. I want to remind everybody that on the 27th of July, Young Israel of Long Beach uh, will present a Kalbach Shabbaton by the Sea. Uh, that's happening uh, next Shabbos. That's happening this coming Shabbos, right? Information at uh, 516-432-7260. 516-432-7260. And a reminder, this coming Sunday up at Hask, there is the uh, big Heaven on Earth glimpse into the magical world of Camp Hask. They had their visiting day last week. They are doing this for people to see a typical day in camp. This coming Sunday, starting at 10 a.m., everybody's invited. There'll be a catered lunch, a live concert, softball game, pony rides, and more, plus a carnival. Information, thehaskexperience at gmail.com, thehaskexperience at gmail.com. That happens up in Parksville, New York, from 10 to 2 this coming Sunday. And a big hello to everybody at Hask. We saw them last week, of course. You probably heard uh, so many of their great folks on Thursday morning show. Six minutes before 8 o'clock at JM in the AM.
of New Sinai Sound. Pollard is the name of that selection. 74 degrees, scattered thunderstorms, and a high temperature of 83. A uh, reminder that Matis will, uh, Mayor rather will be in tomorrow. Mayor Weingarten, Matis on Thursday. Friday will be live from the Champions Gate Yeshiva University uh, Leadership Conference down in Orlando. Looking forward to that. And to make sure to be tuned in between 6 and 9. Weekly update will return next week here at JM in the AM. Um, our condolences to our good friend Yisrael Lamb and, of course, the entire Lamb family. Um, uh, they lost their mother a couple of days ago and just returned from uh, Israel, from the Kvura in Israel. Uh, Yisrael Lamb, of course, very well known to this audience, and uh, to him and the entire family, a, uh, a Nachama during this um, week after Shabbos Nachamu. Uh, the Shiva is taking place at Ellen 22nd, which is the uh, the home of the um, of the Lamb family, and um, Shachris will be seven o'clock each morning, Mincha at uh, eight p.m until the conclusion of Shiva, and uh, may they be comforted among the mourners of Zion and Jerusalem. Our condolences to Yisrael M. and his entire family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, 8 o'clock, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, WNYX Montgomery, and around the world on the web. JM in the AM dot org.
Nizig, nizig, mare, mare. Le malo, le matte, le malo, le matte, doerem, doerem. Zoffen, zoffen. Le malo, le matte, le malo, le matte. Nizig, nizig, mare, mare. Le malo, le matte, le malo, le matte, doerem, doerem. Zoffen, zoffen. Le malo, le matte. Le malo, le malo,
And I'm told that the kids at Camp Misora have really incorporated the Mizrach dance into their repertoire. That's what I was told by Avi Fryer the other day up at camp. It's Mizrach with Lipa. Of course, I got to tell that to Lipa that they are uh, feeding off of last year's events when he was up in camp and still continuing the big Mizrach mania. Uh, Avram Rosenblum with Give Me a Minion off of the Less Yes Legacy. What an amazing song. One of Moshe Yes's best. Baruch Levine with Rafua off Hashkifa. Chaim David at Pischuli. Ashrenu from the Shira Hadasha Boys Choir. Tuesday, JM in the AM. Tonight is the Shloshim Observance for Cantor Moshe Shuloff. Many great cantors participating. And then we were just told that um, the Hampton Synagogue Choir is going to be there as well to accompany the cantors in an appropriate tribute on this Shloshim Observance for Cantor Moshe Shulhoff. It all takes place tonight at 8 p.m. at Basie Israel, 5602 11th Avenue in Borough Park, Brooklyn. And that again happens tonight. Uh, Matis, uh, Mayor rather, and tomorrow, Matis on Thursday. Friday will be live from Champions Gate down in uh, Orlando, Florida, the uh, Yeshua University Leadership Conference between 6 and 9 this coming Friday morning. Make sure to be tuned in. I am sure we will have some interesting guests. That's one thing. We always get a hold of uh, down in uh, Orlando with the Champions Gate YU Conference. We always have interesting guests. That's between 6 and 9 this coming Friday morning. Make sure to join us. Scattered thunderstorms today with a high temperature of 83. 88 in Yerushalayim, 74 here in Jersey City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. And... Um, a reminder, those of you who have not, because there's so many people traveling now, one of the best ways to tune in to us is the app. The app. And the Nachum Siegel Network has both the uh, iPhone app and the Android app. You can go for information to our homepage at NachumSiegel.com, or you could just go and search Nachum Siegel Network in your app store on your Android or uh, iPhone. And uh, install it. Once you do, you'll be able to listen no matter where. Uh, and it's really a tremendous way to uh, stay tuned. And there's so many folks that we're here, we are hearing from, especially this time of year, who are in different places around the world, but sticking with us, listening live. What did I just see on Facebook? I just saw something on Facebook this morning somebody had posted yesterday about where they were listening to uh, to JM and the AM. Where was that? Um... Yeah, listener Deborah tuned in live from Vail, Colorado at the Werner program. Thank you, listener Deborah. Unbelievable. Oh, and I wanted to give a um I wanted to give a, a shout out. Do I have it here? Um Not sure what I did with it. Wanted to give a shout out which all right. I'll hopefully find it. 26 minutes after 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM. Oh, 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 oh. 
It's really nice to be back for Hask 26. Philosophy, 
with Einod Milvado. You heard Mordechai Ben David in there. Shout out going out to Seth Grossman in Cranberry, New Jersey. I was told he's a dedicated listener to this show. Seth Grossman, Cranberry, thank you from all of us here at JM in the AM. The uh, vote, the election for the chief rabbinate tomorrow in Israel. Mayor Weingarten here tomorrow. Matis on Thursday will be live from the uh, YU, Yeshiva University Leadership Conference in Orlando, Champions Gate, coming up between 6 and 9 Friday morning here at JM and the AM. By the way, these rumors, I don't know if you saw it, there were a couple of stories about this uh, young man who was just born to the royal family being Jewish. 
because it was mother's mother's mother. I uh, spoke to someone over the weekend with close ties to the chief rabbi of the former chief rabbi of England, and they said there's absolutely nothing to it. <laughs> so, so I guess for some people it was wishful thinking, but uh, apparently there's absolutely nothing to it. JM and the AM on this uh, Tuesday morning. We've got our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel. And uh, on Twitter at Tall Jewish Radio or at Nachum Siegel Net. Pay careful attention to all that we have to announce. Uh, Avrami is sitting in for ZK during today's live lunch, a Tuesday live lunch. And Avrami is going to be conducting it starting at 12 noon Eastern time on the stream. JMNAM.org. Make sure to be tuned in. Achenu Bisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Our listeners sponsor WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, WNYX Montgomery, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Round the world on the web, JMNAM.org. And then I'll close out our Tuesday program. Stay with the stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Tomorrow it's Mayor. Thursday it's Matis. Friday I'll speak to you from down in Florida at the Yeshiva University Leadership Conference between 6 and 9 a.m. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you. Remember to, until next time, Nachum Siegel reminding you. Remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.